Welcome to the Fatherhood Challenge Podcast. The Fatherhood Challenge is a movement to awaken and inspire fathers everywhere to take great pride in their role and to challenge society to understand how important fathers are to the stability of an environment and culture. Are you a father? Then I am talking to you. Do you know who you are? You are a legend. And what do legends do? They leave a legacy. Those that leave a legacy define and change society around them. They change their culture. They change their moment in time. They change the future. You are a father, so you have that power. A lot of power. Take pride in that. Take pride in your fatherhood. In every episode, we're going to encourage and challenge each other to step up and do courageous things that make our families and communities better places. So let's get to it right now. Greetings. Thank you for joining me. It's always great to have you here for a moment of your time. I'm your host, Jonathan Guerrero. So I'm pretty sure the story didn't make the news, but it was still interesting. Did you hear about the guy that got fired from uh, the print shop where they were making calendars? Well, word has it they fired him because he took too many days off. There you go. That's your dad joke for the week. Being a dad is challenging enough, so it really helps to have a good sense of humor about things. If you have a great dad joke, I would love to read it. So so would other dads. So please share them on the Facebook page. The link is going to be in the show notes. Okay, this episode is going to be short again, but a very important one because it's about the history of fatherhood. Fatherhood is not just biologically defined, but spiritually defined as well. You will probably hear me say this again and again because it is so critically important to understand. When I say the words father or fatherhood, there is a sense of distinction and just a a sense of, it's even hard to describe, but distinction is probably the best word. Um, Just take a moment of pause. Just to say the words quietly to yourself and pay close attention to the mood and attitude it invokes inside of you. It's powerful, isn't it? Realize that the power you feel from those words isn't the words themselves. It's in the actual role. The role gives you an identity and purpose. The power is in the role. But the role is not the source of that power. Listen to me carefully. I'm going to say it again because it's so important to understand this. The power you feel from the words father or fatherhood isn't from those words. The power is in the actual role itself. But while the power is in the role, the role is not the source of the power. Fatherhood is very sacred. Fathers are not sacred. The words father and fatherhood are not sacred either. The role of a father 
is what's sacred. The power that's in the role of fatherhood is what makes fatherhood so sacred because of the source of that power. And for that reason, fatherhood is a sacred rite of passage. Let's go deeper into the sacredness and purpose. The source of power in the role and right of fatherhood is none other than God. Christians refer to God as Father in prayer. He is the creator, the origin of all things. The first family was created by him, and so were the roles within the family unit. What is a father? There is an obvious answer that we can also find in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. A man who has begotten a child or a male parent. That is a biological definition, but there's a spiritual definition that is much broader. Not clearly defined in a dictionary either. Children have very specific ways of learning, and while their brains are wired early on to learn quickly and easily, they have specific ways that they learn best. It's the same way animals learn from their parents, by mimicking. Language is learned this way, along with many other skills. They first listen and watch. As their brains begin to process things, they begin to copy or mimic what their parents do. A child's brain needs the mimicking process to seat the lesson and concept in the necessary sectors of the brain. We could get very scientific with this, but we, we might save that for another episode when we have an expert on child development. Fathers are so critically important to mimicking because fathers are natural leaders, both in behavior and role perceptions. Here's the part that is so critical for you to realize. Your kids listen to the words you use. They listen to how you talk to other people, how you treat people. They aren't just learning words. They are learning how you use them. Their brains are far more complex and capable than you think. But they are missing critical verbal filters that your brain has when you try to exercise your situational ethics skills. You know what I'm talking about. The kid that randomly starts cussing in the middle of an awkward situation or social event, like church or a family gathering. Then when your kid starts cussing... Who is the first person everyone looks at? Yes, you. You, the dad. But what about other behaviors, like treating others with respect? Where do kids learn those morals? Who's teaching them the morals they need? Your TV? Your phone? You? What if it's all of the above? Because that's what they see you do. And what about you? Where did you learn your morals from? How is this different from the way you are teaching your kids or your kids' morals? These questions are absolutely critical to answer for yourself. Are you feeling challenged yet? Well, you should be. I am, that's for sure. So let's talk about engagement with your kids. This is another way that kids learn. I make it a point to take my sons with me when I'm working on the car or working on a project in the shop. 
Both of my sons can measure. My oldest can change a light bulb, change a tire, change the oil, change a battery, and fill up essential fluids in the car. In my shop, he helps me with all the projects in some way. He can do basic repairs around the house and on equipment. He goes with me and helps out on physically intensive projects too. So he learns that hard work, he learns what hard work is. And that's not my wife's job to teach him those things. It's mine. I'm his father. If I did my job, then when he becomes a father, he will pass on the responsibilities of this sacred right and pass on the skills and wisdom given to him. This was God's design. Not mine, not any human. Look in scripture and research it for yourself. In fact, that's your next challenge for the week. And please share what you've learned on the Facebook page. I decided to just take a pause in the middle of preparing for this episode and just take a quick peek at the local news and see what's going on. I don't live in a big city at all. In fact, I don't I don't even it's not really even close to the size of cities like Chicago, New York, or LA. It's it's a fairly it's a city, but by comparison, it's pretty small. Here's what I saw. Two people injured in a shooting. Everyone was in their 20s. Where was the father of the shooter? Where did he learn that shooting someone was an acceptable way to solve a dispute? What about the 19-year-old that was stabbed by another male? Where did he learn to resolve disputes that way? So police shot a woman who advanced on them with a knife. Who taught her lack of respect for law enforcement and that charging someone with a knife was okay? A local domestic violence intervention group is reporting an increase in domestic abuse cases. Where did the abusers learn to treat women? Who did they see modeling this for them? I'm not making this up. This is just coming straight out of headlines that I'm seeing in on local news. A young man just got life in prison for strangling a 74-year-old man. Both lives are now over. Where did the young man learn his lack of self-control? And where was his father growing up? A man accused of killing someone over a pack of cigarettes. Who taught those people to manage their stress by smoking a toxic carcinogen known to cause lung cancer and reduce cardiopulmonary function? Who taught the man that it was okay to murder another human being over cigarettes? Where was their father in their life? Do I need to keep going, or have you heard enough examples? I could go on and on. This was a small geographic area in Iowa, an Iowa of all states. This is not New York. This is not California. Those examples were coming from Iowa. Imagine if I looked at examples in Chicago. In every case, there is a missing and irresponsible father in the history of that individual. These are all cases of violent crime. We have not even addressed sexual abuse, substance abuse, and gambling addictions. As fathers, we are responsible. 
As men, we are leaders and examples. As fathers, we are the ones our kids look at and mimic to learn how to navigate life. This is where they learn self-control, respect, honor, love, forgiveness, justice, wisdom, knowledge, discipline, and the difference between that and abuse. The prison system is filled, no, overcrowded with fatherless men. These men all had biological fathers, but most lacked a spiritual father too. They had biological fathers who abandoned their sacred rite of passage. And so now, some of these men did did the same thing, and they abandoned their sacred role. It's a nasty cycle that at some point, a male in that genetic line will have to consciously break that cycle and overcome it at overwhelming odds to change a very bad family tradition. Men who accomplish this successfully are heroes. So are men who step in as father figures to boys who have none. What about you? Are you feeling overwhelmed by your role and responsibility? Well, that's a start to taking it seriously, but you don't have to stay overwhelmed. And you shouldn't stay that way. We are never meant to be alone. Some of you have your own fathers to turn to for advice and wisdom or help in other ways. Some fathers no longer have their fathers around to to turn to for help. And that, that is exactly why a community of fathers is so important. You need to surround yourself with other fathers you can turn to for encouragement, advice, ideas, and wisdom. The father, the Facebook page is a great place to connect with other fathers and share stories and thoughts. I know I will need to draw on it sometimes to learn from others, so I can only imagine there are others who have the same need. But don't forget the source the source of your power as a father, the source of fatherhood itself, the beginning of all knowledge and wisdom, your original father, the father of the fatherless. I warned you in the beginning that prayer is going to be an important part of this podcast, and I regularly say a prayer for the fathers listening to this podcast. This is one of those times when we talk about prayer. Always turn to your source, your Heavenly Father. He takes fatherhood very seriously, given he invented it and all. Yeah, you would imagine so. So when you stop to address him with a fatherhood matter, he stops to listen to his son as if you're the only son he has because he loves you, loves you enough to send his son to get tortured and killed just because he has no desire to exist without you. Imagine how you feel about your kids. Now understand you are not capable of comprehending the full extent of just how much you are loved by him. So instead just accept it. Reach out Open up to him, let him be involved, and help. After all, that's what fathers are for. 
Well, that's it for this episode. As always, share what you learned on the Facebook page. You can find the link in the show notes below. You may have learned some things I or others missed, so share them. Share that wisdom with others. Remember, the simplest and yet most powerful thing you can do as a father is to be and stay engaged with your kids. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode.